Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Paul Lispick Behind the Curtain, my chance to step away from the television world of politics and talk about uh, my other passion, maybe my number one passion, theater, and especially today, because coming to uh, the Chicago area, Highland Park, uh, and specifically Wilmette, is the production of Kinky Boots. Love, love, love Kinky Boots. Now, for those of you who are fans of my Broadway in Chicago show, you may remember that when Kinky Boots first came on its pre-Broadway run to Chicago, uh, I sat with the cast in our sort of inside the actor's studio type show, along with Billy Porter and Stark Sands and Jerry Mitchell. They were all there, and we had an incredible time talking about what was to be Kinky Boots. And I remember saying to them all when our show was over, um, Guys, you've got Tonys coming in your future. I was right. Six of them came into their future. And now just a few years later, up in Highland Park, being presented by the Highland Park Players is indeed a version of Kinky Boots that I can't wait to see. Let me introduce you to the lead cast members who you will see on stage. It's a limited time, August 18th to 27th. You can't hang around. You got to get going and get your tickets. Joining us, and if you know the show, you know these characters' name, playing the role of Lola is Ananiah Williams, um, and <laughs> um, wonderful you are. And uh, Here's the thing. You've been in ragtime at Metropolis, next to normal, into the woods, but I just quickly have to ask you, not even about your 2.3 million TikTok followers, oh, but boy. apparently, uh, and I will be there opening weekend, and I I think you need to make me a cupcake. Am I? Is that a fair request? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. My mom's a baker, so I kind of picked up the trade. Oh, it's your mom. Oh, okay. So, but it's you. You'll make the cupcake. Oh yeah, I got you. All right. And have you made them for the cast yet? No, they're not lucky. They're not lucky enough yet. Okay, <sighs> opening weekend, guys, get ready because I've just made Anna and I a promise. We're all going to get. I'm making the promise for him for uh, for them. But I just made the promise. We're all getting cupcakes and also playing the role of Charlie Ben Frankart. Uh, and this is Chicago Land debut for you, uh, Charlie Ben. Welcome to Chicago. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited. Just moved at the end of last year and excited to hit the stage running and. Uh, what a you're wonderful not, show you're to not get missing. Started. I know you were in Carrie and West Side Story as Tony. Perhaps you saw my 1976 version at Niles North High School of West Side Story. Ooh. But uh, are you missing the cruise ships? Uh, you know, it it was definitely a different world. I was uh, the timing was right for me. It was pre-pandemic. Since the pandemic, definitely not itching to necessarily go back. But I, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a really really cool phase of my life. Uh, and I'm glad it was pre-pandemic. You'd still be on the cruise ship. Uh, and also joining us is, at least the way it got handled in Florida, also joining us uh, is Hannah Kipp, who plays Lauren. This is your Highland Park Players debut. Uh, <laughs> so good for you. And you bring the style and art of Texas with you. I sure do. Uh, trying to get that Texas twang out of my dialect <laughs> for the show. <laughs> Well, Ben will teach you how to do the British accent. So uh, we'll, we'll, you know, or maybe Ananiah will. I, I mean, you, you got the British accent coming your way. I am. Oh, you're laughing. You don't even know what you just did. Really? <laughs> ah, we're working on it. We're working. Okay. On it. Well, it's, it's, 
Just start time. saying, just start saying, "Hey, bloke," or something like that. It, it all. Works. <laughs> I don't know. I just, we don't do know. have a fantastic dialects coach. Okay, I, I love it. It would not be me. I have English cousins, but I can't. I can't do a great dialect except when I'm there. Then I kind of fake it. All right. And by the way, you were Elle Woods and Legally Blonde, and I guess I have to find out whether in this production of Kinky Boots will we see you on a unicycle. Well, we haven't finished blocking Act Two, so there's still time to add it. it hasn't been added yet, but. <laughs> all right. I would put it on the conveyor system, whatever, but I will leave that to your directors and all that to, uh, to work. So, um, Ananaya, let's come to you and talk about what this show is all about. Um, because, you know, if you can change your mind, you can change the world. And Lola is truly the magic, in my view, uh, of all the change that happens in this show. What's Kinky Boots all about? For me, it's just about um, authenticity. Like, how best can I liberate others to be themselves as well as um, demanding myself to be as pure and as truthful to my experiences? Um, I think Kinky Boots, while it is like a fun show, there's, there's the message, the biggest message you take away is I just saw them do it and I can do it too. You know what I mean? There's a call of action that's um, digestible and also really um, clear to see. Yeah, fantastic. And Ben, I'm going to come to you because um, what they shared with us is kind of the deeper level of Kinky Boots. Uh, and I really expresses what this really is about. But I'm going to come to you because in your character, Charlie, you can give me, and I'm asking for this, a more service, surface level plot take on what Kinky Boots is about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... It's about confidence. It's about, like Anania said, finding your true, authentic self. It's about, um, you know, wait, I'm, I'm pushing you. I'm, I'm actually trying to push you into the your family owns a shoe factory plot line. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Charlie is a fourth generation owner of Price and Son, and uh, towards the beginning of the story, inherits that factory and. The shoe business is not thriving at the time, and so they need to find another niche market. And uh, Charlie stumbles into Lola, or Lola stumbles into Charlie. And it's this intersection of two people that are very different, but at the time, very similar. And and they find their niche market, and that's sort of the inciting incident to get, get the ball rolling. And Hannah, your character, Lauren, thank goodness, is just so open and understanding to all of what's going on. Yeah, I love that about... Oh, come on. I was being sarcastic a little bit because (laughs) she presents troubles for Charlie. She does. But I will say, I think she represents the someone who's never met someone who does drag and pretty quickly accepts them and um, doesn't ask too many questions about it. And is just like, okay, this is what it is. And I'm on board. Let's do this thing. Uh, But she is a a little bit of a troublemaker. Yeah. And, and of course, I think one of the key characters in this show as well, the character of Don, um, who actually was going to join, we, we just schedules didn't work out, uh, for that character to join us, but it's so important. And Ananaya, you have a lot to teach. I mean, of all the characters in this show, it's amazing that Lola can actually get through to somebody who has the background and viewpoints of a Don. Yeah. I think that the coolest part about that relationship is that I, I can take something away from that, like in my Ananaya life. You know what I mean? Like, Sometimes I get scared to um, to try to m- make a middle ground between me and a person who, you know, doesn't agree with my, um, let's call it what it is, existence. Um, so it's it's nice to see, like, Lola have the strength, and not only the strength, but the courage to, like, put herself out there, be vulnerable first, 
and um, encourage that um, relationship to be respected and demanded back. Now, and Ben, actually, let me and let's talk about your character, Charlie, a little bit, because while I put a lot on Don, because Don is so stereotypical of a certain type, I think. But Charlie, Charlie comes a long way too in the show. Charlie at the end of the show, and we're not giving anything away, but Charlie at the end of the show is not Charlie at the beginning of the show. And of course, Lola makes that difference in Charlie's life. But just talk about, if you can, you began to do this earlier, but the bit of the transition that the character Charlie makes that I think might be more in line with, with maybe even some audience members. I don't think you have too many Dons in this part of the country or in this part of the state, but you might have some Charlies. Yeah, that's a great point, Paul. Um, Charlie says some like very hurtful things and some very ignorant things throughout the course of the show. And I think drilling down on just that, the the ignorance of it, I don't think that's something that we've been exploring with the director, Connor Giles, is just nothing that Charlie says to Lola is meant to be malicious or malevolent. It's just a lack of understanding, a lack of knowing. And so as Charlie gets to know Lola as a person and Lola sort of lets down their guard, um, Charlie comes a long way in understanding uh, why a person might live a life so differently from them and comes to understand it a lot more to have that beautiful moment at the end of the show where, you know, they're sort of standing hand in hand and understand each other a lot better than when they started. And Hannah, I guess in many ways, Lauren grows the same way too. I mean, she, she comes a long way, but it, it, it again, different from Don, different from Charlie. Um, she just wants certain things in life and she wants maybe a, a normalcy in life in terms of what her life would be and real estate, all this kind of stuff, only to realize that there's more to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think she is also a small town girl, very limited access to things. She's not educated, um, but she has that soft heart that's really quick to want to understand and be accepting. Um, So she's in the workers realm, kind of the opposite of Don in that way, where he maybe takes a little bit more time. Um, But at the same time, you know, she does still have a lot to learn and is a part of that journey. Yeah. Um, how many of you, by show of hands, this will be easiest. How many of you have seen the movie Kinky Boots? Oh, none of you. None of you watched the movie. It's not a musical. Yeah. So now I just have to ask, is, everybody, is it is it by choice? Or you just haven't seen it? Or is it like, I don't want to see it? What, what's your, Ananiah, let me start with you. Did You just don't want to see it? Well, as soon as I found out there was a, a movie, I didn't even know that. But oh. as I found out, then Connor, our director, said that we couldn't watch it until the end. So <laughs> Okay, so you, you've been asked not to watch it. Hannah, would you watch it if he didn't say that? Yes, I'm planning to watch it after the show closes. Okay. Because I also just recently found out the story is based on a true story in a real family. Yeah. Uh, So. Yeah, which makes it really powerful. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ben, are you going to watch the movie? Oh, absolutely. I know I've I've seen some some clips on YouTube specifically around our dialect training, some of the the shoe story of Northampton. Which apparently I tapped into without knowing it. Yes, we. Um, but af- after the show closes, absolutely, I'd love to see the movie. All right. And now I have to ask the other question. How many of you, by show of hands, have seen the musical Kiki Boots? I've seen a, like, a, like a regional production, yeah. Okay. Hannah, who did you see? Uh, yes, not original cast, unfortunately. Original, okay. And Ben, you've not seen it? Never seen it. Wow. Um, Wait till you see it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so this just for um, Ananiah, this is kind of especially for you, because, of course, what's magic about the show are the boots, right? Uh, The kinky boots. And so when I did my show with Jerry Mitchell and the cast and everything, I kept begging Jerry. uh, I needed to have a boot, uh, you know, and Jerry said, 
you, we just it's just not a doable thing. Um, I, they're very expensive to make. They're all this kind of stuff. Um, but because I've known Jerry for years, I just gonna and I this is the green screen, so I've got to stand up to do this to put it against my shirt. But Ananias, this is especially for you. So this is <laughs> indeed one of I believe Billy Porter's booth. But the really cool part is. It's actually signed by the entire original cast. Yes! Oh, my God! So, Billy and Stark and everything. So, Jerry actually came through uh, in time. It took years, but he came through uh, in time. Uh, And you actually all may get to... I've actually been talking to the HP people. We may... bring it to you um for you to i know you got a photo shoot coming up or something we might make it part of that and we might make it in the theater they just have to take really good care of this but um mm-hmm. yeah i got this whole broadway collection and i think based on all your backgrounds ananiya was probably the one that would appreciate it most from um yeah just just stuff from so original cool. i i have enhanced cast and whatnot you just made my day a little bit i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> well, uh, that was cool yeah, so it's, you know, it's funny. And the boot thing for me, I actually have a collection of like shoes from different stars and Jerry Lewis and whatever. But anyway, I have Lynn Manuel Miranda's original boots from Hamilton. And, and when I showed them to him and he signed it, um, and when I showed it to him, he said, I remember these boots. They were when they were at the public theater. He said, we couldn't put these on. He said, we learned after a while to have them made with zippers in them. So how easy it for you? And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Are you in costume yet for the show? I mean, how, have, have you been trying the boots on yet? How easy is it? So we haven't tried a lot of costumes on quite yet. And I'm getting excited because me and the rest of the angels who are the drag performers, we're going to look really, really good. Um, at least I'm making sure of that. Um, and Ben, you're not, you're, you're going to deal with this too, Ben. Oh, yeah. I know. I, know. Uh-huh. I, can't, I am very personally excited. I wish I was able to come out and just like strut in those boots and slay. I'll have to be a little, a little more shaky, but that's okay. Yeah, that is kind of the end of the show. But you know what? In your curtain call, just make it happen. Oh yeah, right. precisely. You'll see the you'll see the full works in the curtain. Call. Right. And Hannah, your character Lauren, she kind of likes shoes as well. Yes, we're actually playing around with maybe like a combat boot. Um, <laughs> think that she, <laughs> you know, she's a tough working girl. She works in a factory. She loves her boots. Um, I will say, Anna and I has a fabulous pair of rehearsal heels that they mm-hmm. wear. All the way up to the thigh, black, gorgeous boots. Um, what what uh, inch size are the heels? I think they're four inches. Yeah. And I just can, can the entire higher. rehearsal. Well, the, the sex is in the heel. You know that. Amen. Amen. Uh, I think these are four. I think these actual boots, I think they are four inch heel. I, is that? I'm not really. I think it's four inches or so. And they might Maybe be a little, little bit taller than that. They also have yeah. a platform, though, so. Uh, the fun part, the music of this show is so amazing. And part of my show mm-hmm. was C- Cindy Lauper uh, was with us too. And, and uh, just, you know, to have the talent of a Cindy Lauper writing, forget Harvey Firestein, uh, for, you know, he was there too. I can't say this during the show, but I will tell you something Harvey said to me when, when we're done, uh, <laughs> which is just not repeatable. And the, it's, it's lovely. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just very funny. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and there's no, um, censor, uh, in terms of, <laughs> in terms of his work, but the, the music that Cindy wrote for this show, is just so stunning. What was fun is when we did the show, she was actually doing a reality show. So my crew was filming her and she had a crew filming me with her. Um, and and it was just sort of all crazy stuff. Back to serious work. Ananaya. my take is that a show in a production like Kinky Boots, because I mean, it's been around for, for several years. And I can tell you, by the way, you walk out of this 
as, as you know, at least you saw the regional production, but you walk out of this, man, your head is, I remember just going up to Jerry Mitchell and hugging him and just, you just like, you feel good for days yeah. after seeing this show. But here's the thing, Anna and I, I'm going to start with you on this. I think there's a need for kinky boots today, today, more than there has been in recent years. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, especially with all the um, anti-trans and drag laws. That's what, I, that's what I'm referring to. It's kind of scary to think about, like, being, like, the, um, it, it's scary to think about being one of the, like, faces of this production, you know, in that kind of regard. Because, I mean, I know a lot of the people in the Chicagoland area are very supportive of this kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah. That's just who we are as, like, um, open-minded people. But it's scary to know, like, you can't quite control who your audience is, and you never know, like, who is thinking what. That's all I can basically say about that. Mm-hmm. But it is it does feel nice to be doing what I love to do on stage and sharing this message at a time where, you know, the Supreme Court, every lawmaker wants to kind of silence, you know, the yeah, it, it, it's kind of the flavor of the day for them to go after LGBT, LGBTQIA plus rights, right? I mean, that just seems to be where things are right now. And, and but you know, Ben, it's interesting because at, while we're taping this at the same time on my political show end, I'm dealing with the defense authorization bill. And, you know, one of the challenges, this is something that passes every year. It's for the last 60 years. There's no question about funding the military. There's problems this year. You know why? Because a certain group of members of the House want to be sure there are anti-drag provisions in this bill uh, and other related provisions in a bill that funds the military. Ben, how important do you think it is that we have a show like this in today's today's environment? Oh, it's incredibly important. It's It's kind of, I mean, I remember when the auditions rolled around and I was so excited to come and then to think that like, Kinky Boots might not even be legal to perform in some states with with these crazy anti-drag laws, right? I mean, we have two wonderful child actors playing young Charlie and young Lola, and that means that they're at a drag show, right? Because there are drag performers present. And so, I mean, in some of these really red states, Kinky Boots might not even be possible without some changes, some drastic changes. And so we are lucky to be able to, we're lucky to be able to perform it, but it is so, so, so scary that... um, this kind of art is being uh, attacked on a uh, at the state level, at the federal level. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm pri- I'm very excited and privileged to be doing it in a time where it's more important than ever. Yeah, I auditioned to play young Lola, but I did not get the role. Just so you, uh, oh, you could my. you could never you could never beat out Campbell. <laughs> Campbell's amazing. That's true. Campbell has. <laughs> It's all right. I, in fairness, they just said I was too old. I don't know. Um, <laughs> take me in a fight. What's that? I'm pretty sure Campbell could take me in a fight. I'm so <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to I can't wait to see. And, and Hannah, I guess I'm the same realm for you. So when people come see this production, and I know as we talk now, you're you know, you're still in the rehearsal process and all of that, but um what kind of of change do you think this man when people see this show and and, and what 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 do you want people to be thinking? I mean, on the Broadway version, I dance my way up the aisle, but what, what do you want people to be thinking as they see this? I hope that people come with an open mind to look at your own self, even if you think that you're someone who's so open-minded. If there's a, you know, something that resonates with you that maybe looks inward and something that you should work on or change in yourself, I think there's always room to be educating yourself and growing. Um, So even though we are fortunate to live in a place where I think we have 
a very open-minded city and our, our audience will be filled with a lot of open-minded people. I hope you still come with the ability to look inward. Um, there's always a message you can take for yourself and the, the positivity of it as well. And it's such a fun show. I think that, you know, you said it great that people just leave feeling fulfilled and joyful. Um, it's going to be a really good experience for our audience. Yeah, it's and by the way, you know, we're we're complimenting Chicago and we should, but you don't have to go too far out of the city to to come across was it a a, a library a, a restaurant or something right that that is closing because everybody abandoned it because there was going to be a drag brunch or something uh you know, drag storytelling whatever it was uh there so it, you know, we're not immune uh from all of this. Um and by the way, you know, it, it's funny as I as I watch I'm just another Billy Porter comment, but as you see Billy now and the Billy that you see, uh in my view was not the Billy that I first met. Um the Billy that I first met who was first, well, you know, Billy had appeared, he had done some CDs, different things, he'd done some things, but um but in terms of the Billy Porter who was playing Lola is a very different porter uh, that I see today and in a, in a good way. I mean, you just, you see the freedom, you see the acceptance, you just see that today Billy Porter's just the heck with everybody. I, I am who I am. Um, and, uh, and, and it's a lot of encouraging, uh, messages, I think, um, from Billy. And Anaya, for you, um, in stepping into this role, how much of a challenge is it, uh, to, to know the, if you, burden's not the right word, but to understand the, the well the challenge that that playing this character correctly has to place on you because lola we gotta love lola and we do love lola but you know lola's got a lot of sides to to the character as well yeah um i think the biggest thing that i've been um struggling with at least is just um i would say like staying um consistent i don't know like consistency maybe throughout the entire thing um because well one this is like my first time being like the person in the musical what this is about you know what i mean um like i'm sure i've had like lead quote-unquote lead roles but i haven't had like an opportunity to be you know like the last bow in the musical so it's like how do i um challenge myself as an actor to like see this through like emotionally not only physically with the dance and the blocking and whatever but how do i make these people relate and love lola as much as i do i also think um this is the first time where i'm truly able to like do a role that fits really close to my gender expression and it's been so affirming to just like let to literally let loose and be as effeminate and as loud as possible because that's the ask, you know? And it's it, it like last we had rehearsal on Monday. I almost started crying because we were doing Hold Me in Your Heart and Connor was like, This is gonna be set oh, I don't wanna maybe I won't spoil. But um there is a there's a part in Hold Me in Your Heart where I literally had to start crying because I was like, This is this is so close to my experience and I and I'm happy that I'm able to share that with someone you know what i mean yeah um, I, I think i'm 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 really excited because i know i'm going to do a good job and i can't wait for people to see it i think ben and hannah were shocked to just hear in your last answer that they were not the focus of the show um <laughs> they definitely are too i'm not i am a star <laughs> of the show i'm not yes. star. Uh, no the truth is i'm sorry lola is the focus of the show it just is that that you know just the way it is i was just having fun um there's a number that actually just uh brings me to tears every time i i watch it 
And in fact, during the pandemic, Porchlight Music Theater did this sort of fundraising thing where you could have stars of Porchlight record a number. So I put this duet together, but the song I asked them to record, uh, and if you know Alexis Rostin, uh, who's an amazing performance, she just did Lady Day. But I asked them to do I'm Not My Father's Son. And and I just want to get a reaction. I know, Hannah, you're not a part of that number, but but Ben and Anaya, you're am I that number is just as an audience member, it's just really tough for me to sit through. It's 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 powerful. But for your characters in very different ways. Ben, let me start with you. Yeah, I mean, that is so far through the rehearsal process been my favorite moment of the show. Um, just to watch first of all, to watch Ann and I do lovely work. Um, a lot of the song is Charlie listening, but then when they come together at the end and to share this connection that it's two people really bearing their souls and saying, here's, uh, you know, the, the deepest hurt I've, I've had, and it's something you can relate to and they come together. Um, it's just a beautiful number. It's, it's very vulnerable and it feels well-earned at that time. It's really the first time Charlie gets to see Lola shed the armor and, and, see really like out of drag see them in a place of vulnerability because so far they've been this uh really confident poised like you know to charlie it's an entirely different world and then to see lola shed that mask and to come together it's it's on top of the beautiful music it's a really wonderful moment and it's been fun to see the cast reaction as well yeah it's i think one of the differences because the the Charlie's part of that song, when you think of the relationship between Charlie and his father, it, that's one thing. Um, there's almost a very businessy slash family expectation about it. Mm-hmm. But the relationship between Lola and Lola's father as a whole nother ball game, um, as far as I view it. And, and that is, I think, the focus of the song. And Anna and I, I'm just sort of curious when you, when you do that number, is it just, is it, is it Lola doing a number in the show or is there, I'm guessing there's a part of Ananaya who who also gets that this number is really a very personal number. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I am able to, in very small moderation, <laughs> I'm able to pull from experiences in my own life where I um, understand where Lola's coming from. It's always... Um, I feel like the thing I'm most working on now as a person is like healing from like the relationship my parents um, set up with me. So in that moment of the show, and I always joke about it being like a six minute ballad, but it is truly like the, the crux of what we're talking about here. You know, it's, it's accepting. um, Oh, it's like what I said earlier, like being vulnerable first and um, expecting or um, inviting you know, the respect of that such back. Um, and, and Hannah, and of course the, the last number of this show and just the, the, the positive message of the show is just, it makes everybody walk out thinking, right. You gotta, you know, rather than looking and judging others, why don't you start in your own life and take a look at who you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be um, such a powerful message. And I hope that's, you know, you're talking about what the audience takes away. I hope, People also leave feeling that they can be themselves and live out loud and be authentic to who you are. But it's such a good button on a show um, that really drives home. Um, and and it even set a lyric in the song is accept yourself and you'll accept others, too. Yeah. So a lot of really powerful golden nugget lyrics in that song. 
Yeah, the the brilliant. I remember when I talked to Harvey about the book, uh, writing the book of this. They essentially threw up. For, since none of you have seen the movie, one of the reasons your director may not want you to watch it is because Harvey threw the book out. Um, so yes, there are similarities between the two, but but not as many as one might think. Um, and, and so uh, that this really was kind of a fresh start. And uh, and again, just the story of how those the creative team got together to make this happen is is just so amazing. Um, well, I I hope you guys break legs every single night. I will be. There there. Um, unfortunately, I do our, the nightly news on our, our channel at nine o'clock on Friday night. So I will miss your first night, but I will be there on Saturday night. Uh, you may find me on stage with you from time to time. Um, that, that happens. I just, especially, you know, just with some of the exciting numbers, I might wear this boot and just get on up there and start roaming All right, around. Diva, and we'll have a you bit. might, you might just have to have security remove me. I don't know. It happens. <laughs> no, you are welcome to the club, mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when hair was here, I did end up on stage with hair, kind of invited, but yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> kind of invited. Uh, but anyway, I want, uh, I want everybody to go see this show. As I, you know, I, look, I was telling Hannah before we started, I, like, I'm a city boy and I, I just, you know, trying to get me to leave the city. And I grew up in Skokie, so I should be better about this. Um, but I've been trying to get to Highland Park for so long, uh, although I do get to Hackney. So that's good. Have you all had Hackney's yet? No. No. If you're not, it's about six minutes from the theater. Um, I don't know where you're rehearsing, but Hackney's on Lake and Hackney's on Harm. If you like burgers, I don't know if you're a burger onion ring kind oh. of person, but they have these onion loaves. Anyway, I'm not doing a commercial for Hackney's, but I've been going there since <laughs> I've been a little kid. If you're all about burgers and on, they're not onion rings, they're onion loaves. Trust me. It, anybody that, that, that grew up knows exactly what I'm talking about in that area. Uh, check it out. You're not far from it. And that's probably my dinner before I come see you. Although my partner says, no, um, mm. he wants to cook. So anyway, uh, we'll have a fight about that. Um, <laughs> you got to go to Hackney's. I encourage everybody to get up to see Kinky Boots, the six Tony award winning show. Um, and, and the performances, and I, you're going to, you're just going to slay this show. Um, because the role requires you to slay this show. And, uh, and I can, just get the sense from talking to you uh, that you are going to be just amazing in it. As I looked at Billy Porter uh, after I saw him uh, in the show and just said, Billy, Tony Award, which is probably a dangerous thing to say to somebody, but I was right. (laughs) It all worked out. The show's only playing from August 18th to the 27th. We need longer runs uh, up at Highland Park, but that's just the way it is right now. Tickets uh, can be gotten at highlandparkplayers.com and you all don't know this, but people are giving you, you got the, 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 the the uh, theater is giving a $5 discount for the first five days that this show is airing and available to people. You just got to put the code name Lola. See, they made you the star code name. Lola will be the $5 discount. And uh, this show will start airing right, right just before the the show opens. We're going to hold it. We're doing a little bit before that uh, right today as we speak, because you guys won't have too much time when you get into tech rehearsal and all of that. But I'm just so glad uh, that we're getting to do this now. And it's also your, this will be my first time at the McGrath family performing arts center in Wilmette, part of the Loyola Academy campus up by Laramie. So I'm excited to see now Hannah has not been in that space yet. Uh, Ben or Ananiah, have you been in that space we have yet to now not yet it's going to going to be exciting for all of us then to see it <laughs> oh, yeah. everybody see kinky boots what a treat to get to uh to chat with you all um I, I hope i get a chance to just shake your hand and say hi after the the performance on saturday night um when i'm running around in shorts and boots and uh, <laughs> i, I am you're... requiring you to show up in those <laughs> um 
Well, it might be. It might already be there. I don't know. We're going to find out. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me. Uh, break legs, everybody. I just can't wait to see the show. It's truly one of my favorites. And uh, and I think you guys are just going to really slay this. I think it's fabulous. Uh, and so I, I thank you, Anania Williams, Ben Frankart, Hannah Kipp. Um, have a great time in Kinky thank Boots. You. Thank, thank you, you so much for Look having us. Look forward to seeing you. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>